our first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Okay, um, did you know Kuliuts are supposedly descended from wolves? What? Like wolves? Yeah. Like real wolves? Well, uh, that's a legend of our tribe. We are recording. We're recording. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hello, people. Hi, Twilight fans. Hi, another bite of Twilight listeners. If you love Twilight, if you, you hate, hate Twilight, it, if you've never seen it, <laughs> we used to always say that. <laughs> I think I think occasionally people, maybe just because they know us, have checked out this podcast when yes. they don't know anything about Twilight. So we welcome you. We welcome you, but also you don't need to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this is for people that are still obsessed with Twilight mm-hmm. and you might not get it. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for joining us anyway. I'm Kel. I'm Mel, and we're two cousins, roommates. I'm still obsessed with it cousins roommates that's about it that's we're friends oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um we are massachusetts born and raised yes (laughs) yes we are locals to the massachusetts area any uh did you grow is reading in middlesex county middlesex county middlesex county yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow well today's episode is a really fun one. We're going to be talking about the werewolves in Twilight. The wolves. The wolves. I'm sorry. Yeah. A wolf thing. It's a wolf thing. And this no, is... No, no, I'm really sorry. I was just like emphasizing. Well, I think as we will see, there is a clear distinction about wolves versus werewolves. Oh, <laughs> shapeshifters. Shapeshifters or children oh. of the moon. Which one would you guys rather be? We'll get into that. <laughs> Um, That's a good question. Yeah, but this is really the werewolves as told by the illustrated guide, which we covered in our last episode. We talked about what Stephanie, quotations, or whoever (laughs) wrote the guide has to say about um, the Cullens Cullens and their descriptions and their background. And so we're doing that now with um, members of the tribe. Yep. So, yeah, the Quileute tribe and the wolf pack, Mm -hmm. which... They <laughs> make it clear, like, all of the wolf pack are in Quileutes, but not, not all Quileutes are wolves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot to say, mm-hmm. so I think we're just going to get into it. Usually we, you know, we chit-chat about random things. Mm-hmm. We might get sidetracked. Yeah. But We also do want to say, like, someday we will cover the real tribe, but yeah, there's just way too much to say in this episode to do it justice. <laughs> so we're just focusing on really what the guide has to say. Yeah, I did take some notes on that, but I think you're right. Yeah, that's that just has so many things to talk about. So mm-hmm. yeah, that would be crazy. Anyway, yeah, this episode is for all you people that love the wolves. Mm-hmm. I say, Mel, what do you think of wolves in general, like the animal? Oh, um, I think they're kind of cool. But I haven't really thought about them to have an opinion. <laughs> what about you? I like them. Mm-hmm. I, I 
I feel like they're one of my top animals, maybe. Mm-hmm. My favorite animal is a fox. Oh, very closely related. Close. Yeah. yeah. But I think they're cool. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're kind of like dogs, you know? Yeah. Like wild, yeah. <laughs> I think it's really cool that we have them here in the country. Not Yeah, it is Do, cool. Are there wolves, like, around the Massachusetts area? Wolves, like, real wolves. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get into it. So the very first thing that Char... I'm sure not Charlie. That's Stephanie, again, quotations wants to distinguish here and i actually do think that stephanie wrote this section um, yeah because there is a lot more details than we are given in the vampire section i agree that are not included in the books the werewolf section so she talks about how there are um creatures called the children of the moon and these are not the creatures that the wolves are in twilight these are more i think I think they would be more the traditional sense of how we picture werewolves. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, like they phase on the full moon or mm-hmm. just at nighttime. What does it say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, during the fullest phase of the moon. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the Harry Potter werewolf. and They like look just, like half man, half wolf. Yeah, just like Lupin and Harry Potter. She says, like, they still have usable hands with opposable thumbs. Mm-hmm. In addition, their stance is more upright making their movement somewhat ape-like rather than entirely canine. And I think that I haven't really read any other werewolf books or Mm -hmm. movies or anything, but I think that is a common way that they are. Yeah, Yeah. they're, like, still kind of people. Yeah. But they, like, lose their sense of humanity or, like, their mind, you know. Like, they're not really there. Yeah. So that's very different from the Twilight werewolves Mm -hmm. where they're, like, still them in horse-sized wolf form. (laughs) (laughs) And they are not born wolves. They are bitten like the uh, vampires and turn into wolves. I wrote in my copy of the guide, why? I know. I wrote the same thing. (laughs) Why do these, why do they exist at all in this universe? Yeah, why'd you just throw that in there? She throws it in in Breaking Dawn if you guys forgot. Like, randomly, because I think one of I think Romanians or something says like children of the moon have been our enemies for years or something mm-hmm. and you're like what are you talking about it trips me up because it's like are there other supernatural creatures mm-hmm. in the world I know I don't really like that it's getting a little out of control yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know are there witches are we gonna meet them <laughs> fairies and stuff but I think um, she must have told us this because maybe we will meet them if she writes another book. Like, I wonder if she is planning on, which would be weird as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it would be weird as hell. Maybe it would be good. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to see them at the same time. And yeah, maybe it also explains why there is this natural feud or animosity about the shapeshifter wolves Mm. coming from the Collins is because you can see why there is a hatred for the werewolves the children of the moon wolves because they have the same food supply yeah I didn't really put that together Mm. until reading this that they're really similar actually like the children of the moon and vampires Mm -hmm. both feed on humans Mm -hmm. right and both bite humans and so they can't really exist together that would be like too much yeah yeah and she says in this little segment about them at the end like 
over time, the vampires have hunted the once populous werewolves into near extinction. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting to meet a character that is a real werewolf. Or, it seems silly to call them children of the moon. I know. That is a child of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that must be why she told us, because she maybe had plans to introduce them eventually. Maybe they fight with the shapeshifter okay, wolves. It's been years, though. I know. Like, where exactly. is this? I know. It, it would be <laughs> so weird to drop that in. Because Mel was saying that you think, or maybe other people have said too, that the reason why a lot of this is so vague and doesn't mm-hmm. tell us that much, like their birthdays, for instance, is because it leaves an open space for her to write more about those characters later. But, like, is that even going to happen? I know. It's been kind of a long time. I feel like she kind of hints at like her wanting to do that, but time is limited, so who knows? <laughs> I know. That'd be so freaking random. I know. A book comes <laughs> you out. You see the trailer and it's like half man, half wolf, <laughs> and it's just like galloping towards the Collins. <laughs> galloping. <laughs> yeah. And Jacob's like, I have to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Not this again. Very odd. Yeah, so, and that's also the first part of this whole section. Mm-hmm. Just clearing that out of the way. There's two types of werewolves. Yeah. Okay, then the Quileute werewolves. They are actually shapeshifters who take the form of a wolf. I'm pretty sure we talked about this in, like, one of our first episodes. We were just, like, laughing yeah. about, like, could they turn into anything? Yeah, like a, a particle. Fly? A particle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, did we say this? I always think dolphin. No, I don't think you said that. That'd Imagine. Okay, also, are there other people out there that can shapeshift into other things? I know. That is curious as well. And if so, why haven't we heard of them? You'd think, like, the yeah. commons would know. Yeah. Oh my I don't gosh. know. Imagine. I mean, they must be for. I mean, they obviously shape shift into whatever can protect the tribe. So that makes sense why they would shape shift into wolves. Something very not powerful. Dolphin. Yeah, not a dolphin. <laughs> but maybe in a more tropical area, mm. there is a dolphin shape shifter. <laughs> a bear shape shifter could be a thing. Yeah. Oh, that would be lion. interesting. Yeah. Oh, a lion one would be really cool. And it's interesting that, again, I know we said we're going to talk about this later, but there's mm-hmm. nothing in here mentioned really about, like, the real legends, right? No. Because the Quileutes... I thought there would be. I know. The Quileutes do really have legends that they did descend from wolves. Like, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think I've said this on the pod before, but weirdly, my friend... <laughs> You know you have group messages and you can like make names for them. Yeah. Years ago, my friend made our group be called Quileute Legends, <laughs> and then we just shortened it to Legends, and we still kind of call ourselves Legends. <laughs> but that it's not because we're like, oh, we're Legends. Like, yeah, we're yeah. Saying like, no, it's because of the Quileute <laughs> Legends. Yeah. Nerdy. I think it's funny though. My friend that did that, Maddie, like she's not really a Twilight person. Yeah. So it was so random of her to like pull that out. That is funny. <laughs> but yeah, I I, f- I thought she would include the real history. It does make me think. 
like you said, that it was kind of a book that was easily put together because mm-hmm. I feel like that would take interviewing people and like research and stuff, which wouldn't be that hard to do. Yeah. But like, and they should have, I think. Yeah. Put actual history in here, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They didn't. They, like, put just basic... Does it even say... Okay, I guess this is, like, oh, it's in a fantasy world. Like, the whole thing... It doesn't say it's like, fantasy. Like, this guide treats everything as if it's real, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, it takes like, place. Like, there's no acknowledgement to the real mm-hmm. world. So, yeah. Maybe that's why, but... They, I feel like it should say, like, this is a real tribe. Yeah, it, it should. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that would be... This is not a real book. It's a guide. I think that yeah. would be important. Yeah, that's a total missed opportunity. <sighs> that's going to be another episode. Yeah. But we know, we know. So they said that the werewolves have 24 chromosomes or 25 chromosomes. How many do most people have? 24? I think 23. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 23 and me. <laughs> um, so they have 24, and I was wondering, your friend is a genetic tester. I wonder if she'd ever, like... Detect a shapeshifter. <laughs> Maybe. Because she might just be like, something's off here. What's yeah. Going on? <laughs> they, they probably can't go to a genetic counselor for that reason. I know, exactly. Don't anyone looking into it. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about what Stephanie had to say about the inheritance or signs of transformation or phasing. Yeah, basically I, it's just anyone who can trace their direct bloodline back to Taha Aki, which mm-hmm. I don't think was a real person. I think she made that up. I think um, so. Which is weird because there is a real person she could talk about, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically just anyone related to him, like mm-hmm. if that's their ancestor, could turn into a wolf if there's vampires in proximity. Mm-hmm. I think is weird. Like you'd think they would be able to harness that like power mm-hmm. and turn into wolves. I don't know. It's like odd to me that they only can do that when vampires are around. Yeah, and only like she gets into this later. But the pack is so large because there's way more colons than there used to be. Yeah, and so like if there wasn't as many, not as many people would have ever um, faced. Mm-hmm. I don't have a ton to say about it either. I only made a note that said, it's interesting how both vampires and wolves transform. Mm. You know? Like, unlike, I don't know, witches or, I don't know, mermaids. Like, neither of them were born this way. Mm. Like, they were just normal humans. And then both Edward and Jacob, like, transform. That is interesting. Isn't it? I was wondering, one thing I was wondering about their appearance is she talks about, and this is minor, who cares, but she talks about how hair length affects the coat length (laughs) on the wolves. What affects the coat color? They all have different (laughs) colors and... Their aura. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it, but yeah, there's like no explanation. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I underlined, because she was talking about how um, when they phase like if they have clothes on their clothes will like rip mm, apart and she's yeah. like most carry a leather strap with them so they can tie their clothes to their legs before phasing i get like that's a nice explanation this is me being so analytical mm-hmm. and picky but like i feel like that wouldn't really work like how do you 
tie your clothes. I want to try it almost. Like, can you really wrap up your clothes and, like, tie them to your ankle? Hmm. And quick enough? Like, it just seems unrealistic to me. Wait. You're, like, rolled up. Maybe you just need pants, but, like, it's rolled up here. and you, I don't know. It just seems Yeah, I don't get that. Hard to me. Yeah, <laughs> at least a whole outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably just shorts. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you could do it. Jean shorts are hard. They, I know. You would think they would use more basketball shorts. I know. <laughs> they should wear, like, little basketball shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Not those jean they're shorts. running around like in speedos yeah <laughs> yeah that would make more sense yeah it honestly would <laughs> um let's see moving on okay so oh you know what i said okay you know how like she talks about here as we know the vampires have a really disgusting scent to the wolves and the wolves vice have a disgusting scent to the vampires and vice versa yeah 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 uh, that would actually get wicked annoying. I know, it like, would. I feel like they kind of gloss over it a little bit. Like, I know they make jokes about it, but you know when something smells just god-awful? What is that god-awful what dogs smell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just, like, are like, ugh, I can't be, I can't relax until that goes away. And that now Jacob annoying. is, like, stuck with them forever because of the whole Renesmee thing. Like, that would just suck. I wonder how Renesmee smells to him. Oh, I wonder. He probably could. Maybe... Maybe they get used to the smell. Yeah. Hopefully. You can only hope. Yeah, that that's true. They do make like little comments here and there. But yeah. You think that would be actually really so annoying. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They can outrun motor vehicles. A fast werewolf can outrun an average vampire. Oh. Sounds like a fast werewolf can't outrun a fast vampire, though. Ooh. Like Edward? Yeah. Mm. She also says, which I underlined for some reason, that if a werewolf, I was going to say if you bite a werewolf, mm-hmm. if a vampire mm-hmm. bites a werewolf, they don't turn into a vampire. It just kills them. Yeah. But she actually wrote, actually the poison is a poison that retards the healing abilities of the werewolf. Yeah, that's weird. I underlined that because I'm immature. <laughs> That's just, like, <laughs> weird that she would use, like, a slur as a verb there. But it's a different time, but still, <laughs> I would not do that. <laughs> I don't think people would do it then either. Yeah. But it's weird because she's also used the R word in Eclipse. She likes it. She had it. Jacob use it. Yeah, she must be throwing that around. Yeah, you could say... I mean, it is a real word with, like... It does have that meaning. That is true. Yeah. But... Yeah, odd word choice. To use as a verb. But again, we also don't know for sure that she wrote this, so... Yeah, it was the other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. It was her publisher. Yeah. Her evil publisher. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't even know who that would be. Oh, she said it takes a, a, it takes a supernatural strength or great skill to seriously wound a werewolf. And I was thinking about this, like, because you know how they heal very, very quickly? Mm-hmm. Like, a minor injury heals within a few seconds, and a major one, like broken bones, typically heals in a matter of days, she says. What yeah. if you did just, like, stab a vampire, I mean, a werewolf in the heart, like, in their human form? Like, could they? That's, like, something that people die from right away. 
So, and that's a major injury. So, like, if it takes a few days, like, wouldn't they just die? Stabbed in the heart. I don't know. It's a good question, Mel. Kind of. That would be interesting if that happened. Yeah. Sounds very traumatic. <laughs> Maybe they would. Who would stab Jacob in the heart? Billy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> I don't know. He's sick of this nonsense. <laughs> Uh, but okay, it says uh, they can give up phasing in order to grow old and die alongside their family and friends. Mm. When do they give it up, though? I do wonder that. <laughs> Whenever they feel like it. Lifestyle and behaviors. Oh, then there's imprinting. Mm. Okay, the first thing she said about imprinting, I had a little bit of a problem with. She said some werewolves experience a bonding incident called imprinting which they become unconditionally tied to a human of the opposite sex. Oh, Very yeah. hem- uh, heteronormative. <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed because you're like, hem and... Yeah, yeah. Hem and unnormative. I forgot the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I noticed that too. I didn't like that because that also implies a romantic or sexual... Um, by saying the opposite sex, I think it implies a sexual or romantic True, nature yeah. of it as well. Which I don't Which they like. Always say it's not like that. Yeah. But it actually is. Um, imprinting happens for the first time. Werewolf sees the human object of his imprinting. I underlined that. And then I wrote, then why Renesme? She's not human. Yeah, that's so true. That is very true. Later on, like this little passage talks about theories about why they imprint. Later on, it said like, but that came into question when Jacob Black imprinted on Resnick mm. home. Because um, they can't... So one of the theories would be that they can make the bloodline stronger. Yeah. But Renesmee obviously wouldn't do that. Because... <laughs> it's so interesting. Stephanie Meyer just, like, wrote her own plot hole. Like, a huge one. Mm-hmm. And, like, knows it. And there's no explanation. And it's yeah. just like, well, I don't know. No one knows why. <laughs> I have to say, reading this section, I think it's interesting, but there's so much about imprinting, and everything I read just, like, really pissed me off. Like, it's no secret. I hate imprinting as a concept, mm-hmm. and this just made me hate it even more. Like, she says, it can happen with anyone regardless of previous personal feelings. Like, there really is no free will mm-hmm. for anyone who imprints, and, like, it. I think it also undermines human emotions and feelings which i don't really like like what is that suggesting about love in a love story Um, so so imprinting is a real thing with animals is she trying to say like they're more animal maybe i actually didn't know it was a real thing with it is yeah yeah it's usually more of like a child mother type of thing Mm -hmm. but I think birds commonly do it. But yeah, it is a real thing in like the human, I mean, in the animal kingdom. Oh, I didn't know that. Even with like, do they do it with mates? I'm not sure. If they see someone and then like every time stops. It's like gravity. (laughs) I should, I should look into it more. But yeah, it is a real thing, but not with humans. I don't think. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is crazy. I also hate that Leah is, like, excluded from this because she's a woman. Like, I don't really get what that means. 
Oh, like she doesn't imprint? I think so. Or maybe she can, we, she just hasn't yet. That would have been kind of cool mm-hmm. to see. I mean, I don't like imprinting either, but at least to see Leah imprint, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I but there is also, I mean, I it's think... It's less creepy if it's a woman, I feel. Yeah, like. it's less <laughs> creepy, but I feel like it would be, people would react to it in a different way. Like some of these guys are who imprint are like super persistent with yeah. the person that they imprint on. And I feel like if a woman did that, like it would be seen as more clingy and odd. Yeah, I myself, I do feel, I don't know if it's like my inner misogyny or whatever, I do feel like, oh, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I think about it. Yeah. Like uh, It does seem weird. I think it's yeah. weird in general, like all around the board. It is weird. It says, yeah, no matter the age or living conditions of the human, the werewolf automatically becomes whatever the human wants him to be at the loss of, the pers- at the loss of personal free will. If the human is young, the werewolf becomes the perfect platonic playmate and protector. As the human ages and changes, the werewolf instinctively switches roles to fulfill their human's needs. I wrote no me gusto. <laughs> also, she throws in the rule about even if, you know, like that they can't kill another human that yeah. um, a wolf imprinted on. It says, even if the death of a wolf's mate was an accident, the two wolves involved would fight to the death. It's so dramatic. I know, I underlined that. <laughs> it seems like she's setting something up almost again. I know. By having that. Like, I don't know. I wonder if Renesme will be killed, then, then, like, werewolves will fight about it. Maybe she's just trying to show, like, no, that was really serious. Yeah. That, that fight, like, you don't get it, man. Yeah, that's true. This whole imprinting, though, it reminds me of, I underlined this a wicked long time ago. In the beginning, she has this interview with her friend, Shannon Hale, who's a writer, too. Mm. She's talking about Breaking Dawn, and Shannon Hale said, she was kind of talking about, like, as the book series goes on, it kind of, like, narrows the audience mm. a little bit. Which happens with, I think, like, every series, TV shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, as more goes on, it gets, like, more specific and it heads in a di- different direction. Like, that always happens. But she was saying, like, by the time we get to Eclipse, you're down to, say, three million people who are going to be happy with the story. After Breaking Dawn, da-da-da, and Stephanie Meyer said, there are only 20 people who are going to get it. I think it's a weird expectation that if a story is told really well, everybody therefore will have to appreciate it. People bring so many of their own expectations to the table that a story can't really please everyone. Mm -hmm. And then her friend said, but is it still hard for you? Do you still have a desire to please everyone? Of course, I would love to make people happy. It's a great thing to hear that your book made someone's day brighter, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's not why I do it, but it's a great benefit. It's the frosting and I don't know. It's like interesting because she seems like she's really um, aware. Well aware. The only she says twenty people. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was more than twenty people, but yeah. only twenty people would like it. I feel afraid that like I'm gonna come across as like way too negative in this episode. And if anyone's joining for the first time, I want to emphasize that I love Twilight so so much. It's been such a big part of my life, and I'm truly obsessed with it and mm-hmm. so grateful for it. But the imprinting stuff really upsets me, actually. Like, I can't stand it. I think it's, like, really kind of the worst part of the whole series. I hate the loss of free will. I hate, like, the weird pedophilia (laughs) implications with it. 
And so... I mostly just dislike the pedophilia. I don't really yeah. mind... <laughs> I said that so casually. Yeah. Pedophilia. Anyway. No. Um, I don't like that. As for the books, my least favorite thing is Jacob imprinting on a resume, probably. Mm-hmm. But I actually, like, I don't really have this... You seem to have, like, a really dramatic, like, reaction to imprinting. But yeah. I don't know. I see it as just kind of, like... I just wish it wasn't with i wish there weren't kids involved yeah i wish it made more sense like the person they imprinted with but it is kind of this like magical like Mm -hmm. love at first sight or but i wish that even love at first sight doesn't have to be romantic love and like i have felt that with people before where like i instantly not in like a i look at them and i'm like oh my god but i have met people before and like right away like love them now it's not like this but Mm -hmm. like i think it's just I think imprinting could have been okay and, like, a little bit magical, but it just got so weird. I wish the people they imprinted on also imprinted on them back. That's my thing. Like, yeah, um, Paul imprints on Jacob's sister, and it seems like she had, like, and we'll get into it, but it seemed like she had all these, like, hopes and dreams yeah. about her life. Like, she planned to, like, get an apartment in Seattle or yeah. in Portland. Like, she went to school. But she's, he says he's gonna quit he, being a werewolf to Eventually, be with her. yeah, that's true. So, she can still do whatever she wants. That's true. <laughs> I hate There is a part it. where it says, like, well, I mean, they've said this a million times, but, like, we'll be whatever they want them to be or whatever. Yeah. But it just seems like it is always romantic. I know. Like, especially, they tell the story of Sam and Emily and Leo, like, a million times, but it seems like Sam would not leave Emily alone. I know. It does seem kind of like it is two-way, so I don't know why they don't just, like, make it it, more official. Because we'll get to it, but Emily can't resist resist and finds herself missing him and Mm -hmm. stuff so why don't they just say it is two ways yeah because i don't like the idea like jacob explains this in eclipse i think of well why wouldn't they want to be together like someone who loves you so completely and like i just don't (laughs) like the idea that like someone can love you enough that you love them back like Mm -hmm. that's not how it works no it's not but like yeah this is what makes a Twilight podcast possible is there's just such crazy stuff like this that you can just yeah. talk about forever because yeah. there's like so many ways to interpret everything and it's yeah upsetting mm-hmm. a lot of the times but that's what makes a Twilight podcast possible yeah <laughs> this just upsets me too much like when I think about it for too long but mm. also I've said it before and I'll say it again the thing I love the most about the saga is Bella and Edward so mm-hmm. do you think that the imprinting like hold you back from liking the wolves more i think so yeah because i mean nothing feels real kind of like we'll get into it with the sam and emily stuff but it's like you don't even know emily and you're just already like obsessed with her like you had this three-year relationship with leah and now it's just like thrown to the wayside like i think there is so much to love about organic love that's like rooted in stuff and it's really undermining that i kind of feel the same way about vampire romance Mm because they always talk about it almost sounds the same as imprinting it's like once they fall in love they're bonded for life and that kind of bugs me because i think it's more special when you like choose to stay together yeah i I agree even if you are, like, so annoyed at them, like, you just love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of just, like, my feelings have been the same. Yeah. I don't change. It's too perfect. It's, like, <laughs> there has to be conflict in relationships. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is too perfect. Mm. Okay, so then it gets into like the history with the Cullens. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have much to say about that. Oh, the only thing I did say is the treaty is not that strict. Like Jacob unknowingly broke it. Yeah, I underlined that part. I wrote any con consequence. I know. <laughs> yeah, was there any consequence? It does seem like the treaty is, there's like not much for the Cullens yeah. on their side. It's just like, oh, you can stay here. But it seems like um, the werewolves cross it all the time. I know. And they went to the party but at there, the Colin house. But there's nothing that the Collins do in return, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if the Collins break the treaty, there's a punishment. Yeah. If the wolves do, there's no punishment. Yeah, the Collins do not enforce the treaty. <laughs> How would they? But they wouldn't, because, like, Carlisle's in charge, and he's not going to, like, kill someone. I know. Imagine <laughs> after they show up at the graduation <laughs> party, the Collins are like, nah! Yeah. That's such a good point. They like, shouldn't have been able to go there, probably. I know, right? They're wait, literally wait, wait. in their house. Is the rule that the Collins just can't go... Like, can they go on their land? Maybe they can go there in human form. Maybe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> well, should we get into the people first there is a family tree yeah i didn't have much to say about the family tree because in the biographies they do talk a bit more but yeah. i did notice when i was looking at this on the a Terra family tree there is a swan molly I know. swan like who is that and she's a distant relative of charlie's really yeah it says um no way it says in someone's biography no way yeah I was gonna say, like, why mm -hmm. is there someone named Swan? Yeah, she's distantly related to Charlie. What are the odds? So you know what's weird? What? Like way back here in the family tree, there's Jacob Black married to Alice Fox. I know. I thought that was a weird as well. Why? Another Alice. Why is there Alice? Yeah. I I just think it's a little odd how like Stephanie in a lot of this. Um, a guide there's like information that's unknown and it's just not specific but then here in these family trees we have names of characters who like don't matter at I all i know like, who we've never heard of and never will no like there's twins deborah black yeah. susanna black like dorothy black who <laughs> are it's like she just like made these people up i know but so Amy wait black. that's cute if a dis distant relative of charlie married Quilatera the third and they had Quilatera the fourth okay who is the father of Quill that might mean that Bella is related to Quill wow yeah why hasn't that been talked about yeah no it hasn't been distantly related to Quill and then also Quill is distantly is second cousins with Jacob Wow. But I don't think that wouldn't mean that Belle is related to Jacob, I don't think. No one has talked about that in the book series. No. <laughs> also, have we ever talked about, maybe we did, you know, been doing this for like two, almost three years, two and a half years, I don't know. Um, Jacob's sister is Rebecca Black. Oh my God, I've never <laughs> realized that. I know. Crazy. RB, Rebecca Black. <laughs> RB. It's Friday, Friday. I do think that song came out after, after but definitely. whatever. It is a common name, I guess, but um... I was also wondering, oh you know, later with the whole story about Sam and Emily and Leah, oh, mm -hmm. it's so dramatic, blah, blah, blah. 
Wouldn't it be so much worse if someone was married and then yeah. imprinted? Oh god. Like they're acting like this is so dramatic that they were high just high school. school. <laughs> yeah. I'm like you guys would have broken up. Like, I know. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, that's really cynical of me, but I mean, come on. It is just a high school relationship. But you know what? I think it's worse because Leah was best friends with Emily. I know. But what if they were married? True. I want to see that drama. I know. I know. (laughs) I want to see someone accidentally die because of a werewolf phasing. I think that would up the stakes so much more. In one book, I want to see someone die from werewolf phasing. I want to see a marriage be ruined by imprinting. I want to see a werewolf get stabbed in the heart. (laughs) Yes, wait. (laughs) All this stuff is happening. Yeah, I do want to see, yeah, or a vampire. Like, I want to see an attempted murder, but all of physical, of human means. Like, I don't want to see supernatural means of murder. I want to see if they could kill a vampire like shoot or them a in werewolf. the head with a gun. Yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dark, but just yeah. like you haven't tested it. Like, let's just see. Like, if we really tried. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, man. Okay. Yeah. So there's the the Atera family tree, the Black family tree, the Clearwater family tree, and the Yuli family tree. And of course, it's really Embry, pretty. It is really pretty. Embry has his own little thing where. His family is unknown in the <laughs> Like, who made this family tree, though? Because right below it's like, possible relationship with Quill as Hera the fourth, Billy Black, or Dante. Yeah. <laughs> One of those men is his dad. I feel like I know who it is. I think I know who it is, too. Who? I think it's uh, Joshua. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. He seems like a shady guy. He's suspicious. Like He, he like, left town. Yeah. That, to yeah. me, that's, like, a red flag. I want it to be Billy, because I think that I would be, like, way... It, like, doesn't add up, though. It doesn't. I think it's Joshua Yuli. Definitely. <laughs> it's like we're playing Clue. I know. I think it was Joshua Yuli in the ballroom <laughs> yeah. with the candlestick. <laughs> no, watch it be Quilatera, the the uh, We open the envelope. Yeah. <gasps> Quilatera. I know we should in make we should make a clue game that's guys that's Embry's dad. We like randomly got so into clue. It was like an addiction. And my sister owned the clue board game and she felt like we were using her I know. just for the clue board game. And I'm sorry about that. I don't want you to think no, we want a clue plus you, Caitlin. Yes. Not, not just clue. And you are so fun to play clue with. So mm-hmm. we made a well, just in a notebook. 13 Reasons Why clue, yeah. but yeah, you could totally make a Twilight one. You could, yeah. I would, yeah. There's no mystery really to be had besides, I guess, Embry's dad. That's true. Yeah, that's why 13 Reasons Why worked, because there's like so many deaths and mysteries and stuff. But... Yeah, like in the convenience store, <laughs> in the mm-hmm. gymnasium, on the football field. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Clue's a great game. All right, should we move on to all the people? Sure. So first we got... The Black the Pack. Black. I didn't know they were called that. <laughs> Wait, I just realized that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I skimmed that before. Yeah, me too. The Black Pack. I didn't realize they the were called Brad that. The Pack. <laughs> the Black Pack. Jacob Black. Nicknamed Jake. Date of birth, January 14th. 1990. 1990. He's older than me. Mm. Wolf Alpha. Okay. He was 5'10", 
Now he's six foot seven. Mm-hmm. No comment. <laughs> no, we talked about on Patreon how maybe only like one or two people said we overreacted about everyone's height. Yes. And I just want to make it clear that I know that people are above six foot two tall. Yes. I know that is possible. And that I is know- not that rare. Yeah, I know that that happens. We were just freaking out because it was all of them. Yes. All the vampires, all the Collins, and all the werewolves are, like, above 6'2". And we just thought it was crazy because they're not related. And that was all I was trying mm-hmm. to say. But I can understand that the members of the wolf pack... Yeah, that's different. ...are taller because that's a part of their transformation. Yeah, I feel like Jasper should be shorter. That's just what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper. I think Carlisle should be as well. Yeah. I can mm. picture Carlisle as a short man. Even Edward could be a little shorter. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm... No, it's fine. It's just... I was like, what? This whole family is 6'2"? Yeah, huh? it doesn't make... That doesn't add up. Because yeah. people... Men are commonly uh, in their fives. Yeah. I run this up to... Charlie, sorry to bring up him up again. And I was like, don't you think that's crazy? Yeah. How tall is he? Uh, like 5'11 or something. Or 5'10. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I thought he would really agree with me mm-hmm. on this. But he was like, of all the things, like, nothing is true in that story. That's the that's thing true. that you're... <laughs> that's the unrealistic <laughs> thing. Yeah. That all men are over six feet. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> true maybe we'll find we have not yet found a man in this series yet who is over six feet i think you mean under six feet Uh, under six feet yeah Yeah, i know so i i mean i skimmed ahead i know the romanian guys are short but Mm -hmm. like that's it so far okay (laughs) anyway very very tall so He's currently on sabbatical. <laughs> I underlined that. That cracks me up. Yeah, which... Uh, I don't like, think that's a real thing. Yeah, I don't think it is either. So basically, he drops out of high school. But, like, all the, the other store. werewolves who are his, the same age as him are still going to school, mm. according to this guide. So, like, he doesn't have an excuse besides his obsession <laughs> with Bella. Yeah. So since his transformation, his main focus has been protecting Carol <laughs> Lands and Bella Swan. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella Swan. Yeah. He enjoys rebuilding automotive vehicles. Mm-hmm. Cars. I think it's so sad that Jacob's mom died when he was nine. I would I like to see like more of that somehow. I want to see his memories of his mom. I want to see him as a boy. Yeah. I'm sure that greatly affected him. I really liked the details in Jacob's little story here. Mm-hmm. Like how it said, especially like about his sisters. Mm-hmm. Rebecca married a Samoan surfer right out of high school and traveled mm. with him around the world to his many competitions. Rachel went to Washington State University and worked through breaks and holidays. I just liked those little details. And Me too. I feel like that's what I was looking for earlier with the mm-hmm. Collins fans. Yeah. But whatever. There's not a ton about Jacob, though. Yeah, there isn't. And I think maybe that's just... I don't know. This guy just kind of assumes that... For the main characters, we don't want a lot or something, but yeah. I do. There's a ton of quotes. <laughs> yeah. Do you like scary stories? <laughs> we'll be watching. What are you, 40? <laughs> Sometimes you're a little strange, Bella. Do you know that? <laughs> Is that the funeral? <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to cut you in half anymore, Bella. I remember that part. Ephraim Black's son was not born to follow Levi Yuli. 
I gotta say it, Bells. You're a freak show. Oh my god. He sounds so corny when he says that. <laughs> You're a freak show. You're a freak show. I like his little illustrations, though, of like LaFush. Beautiful. They are really beautiful. And we've been there for real, and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. I was reading that LaPush is like a mistranslation of French La Bouche, which means the mouth, like the mouth of a river. Oh, that's cool. Which La makes bush. sense to me, because it's like, why is it called La Push? You know, like, La, mm. that's such a French yeah. thing. I always thought that, like, why is it La Push? Now we know. So next up is Leah Clearwater. I really like that she's the second one, but it must be because she's second in command in the Black Pack. True. I know. I thought it was most important. But I know. She's around 5'10". She's born in 1986, so this does make things complicated because you guys know I really ship Leah and Jacob. But so I think in Breaking Dawn, he, is he 16? Wait, what? She's four years younger? Four years older. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he's 16, she's 20. Oh, who cares? <laughs> i mean they can still be together in the future yeah, yeah he's mature by the end in europe it would be fine yeah i mean i'm not here like to like i mean it would be weird i always yeah. say these kind of things when i'm talking about movies and books like it's fine who cares but in real, but life, in real life i'm like oh that's weird yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they are fictional characters um, but I do think the doors still should be open for something for them in the future. Maybe that is, but I mean, they're both not aging technically. Technically. Anymore. I mean, yeah, but like still it would be more appropriate for Jacob to be with Leah than with Renesmee. Totally. So. Yeah. What are we even talking about? Yeah. Renesmee's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This age gap is nothing. Yeah. In comparison. <laughs> and like, since both of them will no longer be aging and they kind of, as it says, when they transform, they quickly grow into, like, mature. Mm -hmm. uh, almost like Renesmee. Like, they become fully formed adults. So, mm -hmm. Jacob, I mean, I think he's still, like, immature mentally, but uh, he looks like a 25-year-old guy, I think. Yeah. And they're going to be kind of stuck in this weird, timeless thing for a while, you know? And yeah. I feel like a few years from now, it's going to be, like... I don't even know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jacob might be 17 in Breaking Dawn, or... I don't know if he's 16 or 17. <laughs> I was trying to figure it I out. I can't believe I was like, wait, she's younger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that really threw me. I'm like, what? Is she in middle school? What's going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. She's 20. Mm -hmm. I think. Or maybe she's 19. We don't know the exact date of birth here. Maybe he's 17 and she's 19. That's nothing. That's nothing. Nothing. Once he turns 18, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't your friend set a dating app to 18? One of my friends did, yeah, and she's 24. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> she's open. Yeah. <laughs> but then I told her that, my, uh, that I went on a date with someone who was 30 and she was like, that's way too old. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. This is 18. <laughs> some people, you know, some people can't even really tell what their age is. And sometimes you can. Like, I don't know. Some people yeah. seem older. Some people seem younger. 
Yeah, I mean, long as age is, like, uh, legally, like, appropriate, like, which 20 and 16 would not be, so I'm not, like, supporting that. Yeah, as long as you, <laughs> you know, I think young people can be vulnerable, and yes. if you are an older person, I doubt anyone is listening in this predicament, but, like, <laughs> yeah. just keep that in mind. Like they Keep don't, that in mind. Keep that in mind. <laughs> well, sorry, don't give like a chance. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's hard growing up, and it can be really impressionable, and yeah. first loves are so intense and all that, and mm-hmm. I just think that's one thing that's unfair if you're younger. Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is a thing for all the wolves, but I'm just going to point it mm-hmm. out for her that cracks me up and is also so stupid. Education slash occupation. She graduated from the high school on the reservation. She is a protector of the Yeah, bush. they're all protectors of the uh, bush. That's not a job. Yeah, how can you feed that family? I don't think there's any health insurance. No. In protector of the bush. <laughs> I guess they don't need health insurance, but... Oh, you're right. They might need other benefits, though. You're right. No PTO. I guess they could do it. Okay, well, um, nevertheless, 401k. it's not paying for groceries. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, I guess they could just eat, like, squirrels in the woods. Okay, electric bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things, all the clothes they need. Okay, the first things we said got shut down. But, yeah, clothes. Mm-hmm. Utilities. A, a vacation? Rent or mortgage or you whatever. travel? Or they're all just living at yeah. home with their parents. You want to go out with your friends one night? They can't. They can't. <laughs> Sorry, guys. They like, just ask Billy for money. Yeah. Can the tribe, like, go get drinks after they no. finish protecting? No. They can't do anything. They have no money because they don't have jobs. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, like, hilarious, actually. Okay, spoiler. But later, it's revealed. That Emily has a job. She, like, teaches mm, yeah. arts, like, weaving, the like, cool cultural arts and stuff. She has a job. And mm. I cannot believe that because it also says she is the one that, like, takes care of the boys. I know. Which they did explain it and it kind of made sense to me. Like, well, it is... <laughs> there's so much to talk about. I know. Okay, because the guys can't tell their parents that they're wolves, so they can't really like go home a lot of the times. Mm. So she ends up like cooking for them and stuff. Mothering them. Yeah, yeah, which I guess made sense to me, but I also don't get why it has to be so strict. Like they can't tell their parents. I know. I don't I'm a get werewolf. that. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, it was like killing me because mm-hmm. Emily literally has a job and takes care of them i know she must and be they exhausted don't do anything but <laughs> run around yeah <laughs> they don't need to be protecting the tribe 24 7 the clones are not dangerous i know <laughs> even their friends like there was never really any threat i mean yeah victoria and laurent but like yeah it's uh. not that bad <laughs> like it's really now that breaking dawn is over like okay <laughs> go get a job <laughs> It's just so funny to me. Yeah. Okay, so, like, Leah's story is really, really sad when you think about it. Like, yeah, it so is. she was dating Sam for three years in high school, which, when you are in high school, that is a really, really long time. And it is a long time now. I've never dated someone for three years. Yeah. So, and some people do get married to their high school sweethearts. So, you know, she probably thought that was going to happen. They're a very serious relationship. And Emily was Leah's closest girlfriend, almost a sister and a frequent visitor. And when she... So Sam obviously transitioned and Leah didn't know about it. And he's acting really weird. Mm-hmm. And then when Sam like came to a party or something at Leah's house... Yeah, it was like a barbecue. Yeah, barbecue. They were like holding hands. 
And then as soon as Sam saw Leah, he dropped her hand. You mean and Emily? Start- oh, yeah, Emily. <laughs> he dropped her hand and started walking towards Emily. Like It's crazy. That is so sad. And, like, Sam kept pursuing Emily. Yeah. And Leah relied on Emily's refusal of Sam's pursuit. Like, honestly. It's little, so sad. It's a little sus of Emily. Like, I get it. I know. But. But that's what I wish that it said that imprinting was like a two-way street mm-hmm. because it does seem like Emily was very drawn to him mm-hmm. and that things just like fell into place with him. Just by how resistant like she was. Mm-hmm. She, like she felt really happy in his mm-hmm. presence and stuff. It's so, like, okay, it seems reciprocated, mm-hmm. but it does seem like it's a choice in a way. It's mm-hmm. like not really fair. Yeah. You know, because it does make Emily seem like a bad person. But it does seem like it wasn't really her choice. Yes, why don't you just say that, you know? know. Yeah, I feel you. And when Leah heard about Emily being, like, mauled by a bear, Mm -hmm. I I felt for this. Like, it says part of her felt like Emily had gotten what she deserved. Mm. I bet Leah, like, felt bad thinking that, but I get get how she would feel. Yeah, I mean, that's such a betrayal. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, can you imagine, like, such a, like, traumatizing breakup? No. And then your best friend starts dating the guy. No. That's horrible. I can't imagine. And then Leah transitions into a werewolf. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then the second you do, your dad dies. I know. Like, to process that happening, I wrote, this must have been... The most stressful night in the Clearwater house because Leah transitioned, Harry died, and then the the heartbreak of that made um, Seth transform. Seth tr- transform. Like what? Like that must have been the cre- and poor Sue to deal with that. Oh my god! And on top of that, Leah destroyed the couch. Yes, which is okay. I know that's small, but like that's another thing they got to deal with. Like. Oh, yes. all this going on now gotta buy a new no couch no couch <laughs> um like how emotionally taxing was that night they must have been so tired it's so sad it's but you know i think i think people agree you know like leah comes off as bitchy in the books and mm-hmm. movies but don't you feel like everyone loves leah too mm-hmm. yeah that, that makes me happy they know that she is the worst she's luck. gone through shit Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it sad that it seemed like her and Jacob had a budding romance, and then <laughs> yeah, he imprints on the baby. <laughs> yeah, of his love triangle, it's just. <sighs> and she's really trying to not be like a negative Nancy. Like it says, she yeah. did support Emily by being a bridesmaid at the wedding. Which, first of all, that's really nice. When did they get married? I think that they're engaged. Oh, okay. I think they will be. Yeah. She did agree to support Emily by being a bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they didn't have the... And she also doesn't get her period, so she's not sure if she'll ever be able to have kids because she is a wolf. I mean, <laughs> I know this is fictional, but I feel like she can once she stops. Yeah, I'm sure she wolf, can. You know? I don't if, know why if that would Bella be a can thing. with a vampire, yeah. she can. Why couldn't she be pregnant and then still transform into oh, a wolf? That would be weird. 
She could just be a pregnant wolf. Yeah, wait, that's true. That is true. I mean, wolves still get their periods. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> What's the big deal? Like the baby would just be like <laughs> in the wolf's belly. Yeah. What if she actually cool? She like gives birth while she's a wolf, and yeah. then the baby is a wolf. <laughs> and they're stuck with this pet wolf. Yeah. <laughs> that's the baby. Yeah. <laughs> that suck. I know that it's would like, shoot. Suck. Yeah, I can see why, like, she probably <laughs> couldn't have a baby while she's doing that. But. This is our kid. Yeah. It's not our pet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, it's really sad. I wonder if the wolves can connect with real wolves oh while they're God. in wolf form. Or well, animals they're, like, in general. way too big. That's true. Maybe bears. I'm not talking about breeding. You're talking about breeding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, connect. What do you mean by that? Like, hang Just out? play around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are so big, though. Yeah, that's true. I feel like true. real wolves. Real wolves. Wolves, um, yeah. Would be scared. True. It's very sad. And at the end of Leah's thing, um, it says, like, the thought, shared thoughts aspect of being mm. a wolf was definitely the hardest part for Leah. The second hardest was trying to understand the changes in her human body, like you said. And then it concludes with the only thing she really enjoyed was being faster than the others. Like, isn't that sad? That is the sad. The only thing she enjoyed was being fast. That is sad. She does need to get, like, a hobby so she can think about the hobby. I know. While they're running around and, like, it's not just, like, her heart breaks. I hope that she... You know, I'm, she enjoys being fast and stuff, but I hope she quits being a wolf and just goes off. Me too. And lives her life. Me too. You know. Okay, next is Embry. Embry, born in 1999. He is... No, uh, 1990. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what am I saying? <laughs> His gene source is unknown. Ooh. Oh, LOL. <laughs> I think they should get a DNA test for him. But it says at the end of this that Embry wanted to ask his mother her the truth. She had always said his father was someone she had not known well and had lost track of before Embry was born. Now Embry knew the story wasn't true, but he was unable to tell his mother why he knew because he had to keep his world of heritage a secret. He was unable to confront her. That's like too far, though. That is too far. But you could still get a DNA test. the kid, I guess. And him, Jacob... Jacob, Quill, and Sam all take it, and he sees which mm-hmm. one's his brother. Yeah. Why don't they do that? I know. That's what. That's an added to the list. Yeah. Another okay. Thing that's we in need. the sequel we want. <laughs> Stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage broken up. <laughs> well, Marriage you know up. why maybe they wouldn't do it because it would give away that they have the uh, twenty-four chromosomes, and it would maybe break the treaty. <sighs> that's why. But maybe. Char- I mean, Charlie, Carlisle could probably do a DNA test for True. them. Yeah. Yeah, just in their house. Yeah. yeah no yeah, one yeah. needs to know. <sighs> Embry. I, I wrote here, at this point I said, I think Billy is the dad, but I changed my <laughs> mind. That would be so shady. Mm. I mean, it's possible. We don't know. I really wonder what Stephanie thinks. I think Billy does, and... Um, I probably should save this, but I'll just say it now. I think Billy does have some shadiness in him. Like, I understand that Stephanie explained several times that the reason Rebecca and Rachel left is because it made them too sad to be in the place where they were with their mom. But I do think that if Billy was a little bit better of a dad, they would have stayed, maybe. Like, it's, it seems like they were so eager to just leave, like, yeah. right away. 
That would be so horrible, though. I know. And then his wife dies. Yeah, he cheated on his wife, and then she died. That's horrible. I mean, I mean, the again, another reason why I think that this Billy might be the dad is because it's the juiciest. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I know. What do you guys think it is? What about so. Quillatera? Yeah, that's what course. I was thinking. He's like, at we least, don't really know anything yeah. about him. Well, he did die as well. Oh, yeah. So. That's like the least interesting, though. I know. Was he murdered because his wife <gasps> found out? He, Was he capsized. <laughs> his boat capsized. Maybe the wife put a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, remember you had a theory that Billy poisoned Harry Clearwater? I don't remember this. I yeah, this was like on the podcast. <laughs> but I don't know why he would do that. Oh, because he's in love with Sue. Oh. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, because it is kind of obvious that Billy is in love with Sue when you watch Breaking Dawn. Yeah. Okay, is that... I'm, guys, don't call us fake fans. We've read the book many times, but like, is that in the book no. or is that just in the movie? I think it's just... Um, Maybe it's in <laughs> no, the book. Now I have to reread yeah. again for like the millionth time. Okay, not millionth. That's not true. Um, but you pick up on like some real jealousy in the movie. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. It seems like he runs over Charlie's feet. Yeah, he with his does. Wheelchair. He does because he doesn't. But he seems bunted or something. Yeah, he, he does. He seems so mad. Yeah. No, wait, I do. I suddenly remember this theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... Like, type. I think it's in the episode description or something. Like, do you guys agree that Billy <laughs> <laughs> poison? Like, yeah, like, just in, like, the poison set in at just the right time when Leah faced. <laughs> so that's why you think it's a heart attack, but actually, mm. like, it was just bad timing. Mm. <laughs> it, it also, like, the book universe can be maybe a little different from the movie universe. You know what I mean? Mm, true. Like, maybe he poisoned him in the movie version. Well, the movie version, it's pretty mm, yeah, cut and true. clear. But that what he if he poisoned a- him and then he had a heart attack because the poison raises blood true. pressure? True. That's true. Like, <laughs> he had a weak heart because of the poison that Billy had been giving him. In the fish fry. Yes. Wait. But Harry went to the bathroom. Yes. The bathroom. Yes. <laughs> exactly, and that's why Billy's bringing it to Charlie's, the unpoisoned <laughs> version, to uh, dispel <laughs> suspicions. <laughs> oh. I don't poison the fish fry. I eat it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we just cracked that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next is Seth. <laughs> Seth Clearwater. Boo boo. Nineteen boo boo. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-two. Two years mm-hmm. older than me. Cool. Um, I had nothing to say about Seth besides what a taxing night that night of. I know. Yes. Transformation. This bio is very short. Once again, it's kind of protector repeating. of the push. Yeah, it's repeating everything we already know. <laughs> he's nearly six feet. That means he's a little bit less than six feet. True. Oh my gosh. He's mm. the shortest. <laughs> oh, everyone loves Seth. Oh, he has a Tara Black and Yuli lines. Does Leah as well? Mm. Yeah, she must. Yeah, so why is it like his coat color is sandy? His he- sister's co- coat color is gray. I don't know, like, what the coat colors mm. mean. 
Wait, so he must be related to Jacob then if he has black bloodlines. Maybe not, I though. I guess so. I guess. Wow, so strong, all three. Yeah. <sighs> Lucky okay. thing, Ness, Renesmee's not venomous. Because like she bites steak all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so baby. I feel like he has better quotes than that. I know. Whatever. It just kind of feels like they, like, searched <laughs> Seth and just, like, picked one. <laughs> Quilatera, the fifth. Born 1990. Yeah, his coat is chocolate brown. He's over six feet. Very vague there. That's I wrote in my book. Why so vague? Yeah, <laughs> I wrote vague as well. And then, why is Quill... I know Quill and Embry are BFFs, but, like, why are they compared so much? It says, physical description. Quill is shorter than Embry, but mm. is more muscular. <laughs> Like, why are you pitting them against each other? I know. He has an impish grin, and he wears his hair in a near buzz cut. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. I like the impish grin, I will mm. say. Quill's great-grandfather <laughs> was Quilatera II, who helped form the treaty with the Colin family. His father, Quill IV, died when Quill was a young child, leaving his mother Joy to raise him on her own. She had to help... She had the help of her father-in-law, Quill Atera III, commonly known as Old Quill, who functioned more like a father than a grandfather to Quill. Quill is one of Jacob Black's best friends, as well as his second cousin. Wow. I guess they're just a really close community, because I was thinking, too, because Emily and Leah are supposed to be second cousins, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are the odds they'd be BFFs? I know. They're second cousins? I mean, we don't really know our second cousins. Yeah. We are first cousins. We are but first I, cousins. But I guess they just know their second cousins well. We know a few of them. Yeah, we... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, if you're listening. Hey, Caitlin, Caitlin with a C. C. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know them, but we're not that close. Yeah. You have your cousins, and you have your first, first cousins. First cousins, yeah. Your <laughs> no, honey. So no. Then it gets into Quill's imprinting thing. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've been waiting the for. The object of Quill's imprinting was a young child. This caused much upheaval in the pack. The other members of the pack began to worry that they would all imprint and should therefore eschew normal relationships for fear of hurting an innocent bystander mm-hmm. the way Leah had been hurt by Sam. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the part where it says... um. About the theory mm-hmm. that the genetic line would result in strengthened world presence. And this, of course, that theory was dependent upon the truth of their first theory that imprinting mm-hmm. existed in order to pass on the world of gene, a theory that, in light of Jacob's imprinting experience, has been called in question, into question. And then talks about him imprinting on Claire, who is a toddler. And it says, like, that this myth could be true seemed more horrific. The myth that you could imprint on a child mm-hmm. seemed more horrific than the rest of the legend they'd come to accept. From the outside, it looked depraved, as they were well aware. I get the feeling like I'm glad that it seems like the people were horrified by this, but don't you feel like in the books it doesn't come across that way? Mm-hmm. Or does it? I think Jacob seems like a little disgusted by it. Of like all a, people. Like, a little disgusted isn't really the same as horrified. I know, I know. I, mean, I think the parents should be horrified. I but I guess we just don't actually get to see their reactions. All we know is yeah. Jacob telling Bella. So we weren't yeah. there. Yeah, and it seems like that's after they've all had a little bit more time to process it. True. They say, okay, so 
The bigger concern was, of course, Claire's age. She was two at the time, though there were ancient legends that told us such situations the werewolves had discounted them as empty stories. That the myth could be true seems more horrific. Did you just read that part? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can keep going. From the outside, it looked depraved as they were well aware. However, from the inside, there could be nothing more pure than Quill's feelings for Claire. That he would never do anything to hurt her in any way, mentally or physically, was mandated by the bond between them. All the wolves could experience the nature of his feelings for her, so they knew exactly how deep it was and also how platonic it was. But they knew it was something that outsiders would not be able to understand, so they kept the imprinting as secret as possible. Quill couldn't only be content with his situation. As long as Claire was happy with his life he was satisfied, and safe, he was satisfied with his life. I do want to know if he can date someone else, but it seems like, no, he doesn't have any interest in it, which is mm. sad, and that's what I really hate. It's like they lose their whole life. Like, his yeah. next, she's two, his next 16 years, assuming they get together when she's 18, are dedicated to just babysitting her. That's I know. so shitty. I think, I, does Claire have her own little... Bio. She does. It's very short. I think I wrote this on her bio, but maybe I'll just say it now. Maybe when we get to hers, you can just kind of skip over mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but I was wondering, if Quill had his own kid someday with someone else, would yeah. they feel abandoned compared to Claire? Yeah, that's a really good question. Isn't that... What if someone, like, already had kids and then yeah. it on a kid? Oh, it's like, I don't like so that. There's so many possibilities yeah. here. It's crazy. I would feel so uncomfortable, like, if if I had a husband and then he imprinted on me and it's like whatever I mean imprinted on someone else and it's like whatever he leaves me but then he's also like basically parenting a little child and also could you would someone okay let's say someone's married and then they imprint on a baby would they literally break up with their wife (laughs) for a baby I hope not that's bad there's no way to explain that we need that yeah in the next book in the next one (laughs) that's messy I want it. I hope Stephanie regrets, like, some of this stuff. Like, it's just, like, I love Twilight. Like, guys, don't get me wrong, but there's no way to see past this stuff in my, in my eyes. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really took, even though I hate it, I feel like it took some guts. Like, I mm-hmm. like to write, too, and I'm very scared to show anyone what I'm writing because I'm afraid they'll think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. This is really weird. <laughs> it is, yeah. And she put it out there. Yeah. It, it makes it a memorable story. And like yeah. you said, it gives us something to talk about, which is amazing. <laughs> but I do love chaos. So it is so chaos. <laughs> it's crazy. This is like, you know how they say the graph or whatever. Evil, chaotic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we have the Yuli pack. Sam Yuli's bio is... So long. It is. We get the whole story about him and Leah, and mm-hmm. they loved each other too much, too much to let a fight, no matter how serious, come between them. I said, like, that's really sweet. Sounds like they had a great relationship. Mm-hmm. It's sad that like they lost that because he imprinted. I know. I thought it was funny. On page three forty-two, it says. But being a literal werewolf seemed to him only slightly better than being insane. I don't know why. I just thought frightening literal, literal werewolf was funny. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it's interesting to how much detail there is about this barbecue. It's like Liam met Sam at the front door and led him to the yard where the rest mm. of them was chatting while Harry barbecued. Yeah. He was still holding his Leah when he saw Emily. Yeah. This would have been, I think, such a great scene to be depicted in the Storyteller series. I yeah. wonder if someone like wrote a screenplay for it. I can't believe there were no storytellers about the wolves. I know. There were three about Alice. I know. Which is fine. They were all fine besides one of them. My name is Mayor Alice Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why were three about Alice? Okay, I bet they couldn't... I know they couldn't CGI the wolves probably for such a small budget, mm-hmm. but... But they could have done this scene. Yeah, they don't in the barbecue. Do they could have done them as humans. Yeah. yeah. They could have just told the story from Leah's perspective about Sam's... That like, would have been so cool. Yeah. Instead of groundskeeper yeah <laughs> they were all very good except for one we did not like <laughs> for good reason yeah listen if you haven't heard yeah if you're interested if you're bored <laughs> okay <laughs> uh oh so this was talking about sam's new like profound love for emily and mm-hmm. it said that he also knew that while he still loved leah the same way he had before, it was irrelevant compared to how he felt about Emily. That made me sad. That does. It's it, irrelevant. That's what makes that's what makes me not like imprinting. It's like it really undermines like real love. Yeah, like everything they built up. Yeah. All their inside jokes. It all just their memories. Dies because he sees Emily in a second. And Emily is someone he's met before. He knows her. Yeah. And he never felt anything for her before. So it's like, it just doesn't feel real. Like, it's just... Random. Yeah, it's like he's just bewitched. It is. Um, I think it's interesting. His breakup with her is really cold, too. Like, he did cry, but she told him she wasn't giving up on him. He told her she needed to, but he couldn't bring himself to mention Emily. Like, eh, he's honest with her, but... Yeah. Um, and then after he accidentally, you know, rips up Emily's face. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Yeah. Dax her, claws her, mauls her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam eventually calmed down enough to be human again. He was desolate and wanted to die. I was like, whoa. Mm, and he asked her to tell him to kill himself. Yeah. So dark. Doesn't seem like a healthy situation. He couldn't even commit suicide without knowing mm-hmm. for certain that this is what you wanted. Whoa. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's really dark. It just seems like they can't do anything unless the person they imprints on tells them to do it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this these imprinting relationships, like, do they always feel so powerful? I know. Everything? Or, like, do they... You know, they just watch TV and they just feel normal? Or is it always like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just, it seems quite distracting. <laughs> How can they really be protecting the tribe? <laughs> mm. I guess it's like their motivation. That's true. But like, do you really need something to force you to be motivated? I know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think the ones who have not yet imprinted are very, very lucky. But again, I guess that is holding them back from pursuing real love as It's kind of scary. Well. Yeah, it is scary. I them, I'd just wear sunglasses all the time. I know. <laughs> that probably doesn't work. Because you wouldn't want to imprint. <laughs> yeah. 
I would move away. I guess sometimes it, it does kind of feel like the imprint in real life. Hey, you guys chooses you sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys... We're just some crush, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, well, she's really belittling the situation. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of chooses you. <laughs> and Jacob's so, like, rude about it. Yeah. I'm just some crush, Bella. <laughs> imprinted on Emily. As if she's supposed to know what that means. I know. <laughs> Give her some, <laughs> her some slack. <laughs> Sounds like you know the feeling. <laughs> if you imprinted on something. You'd know if I have. What does that mean? Like, I don't know. It seems like you have, Jacob. <laughs> I'm being like way too loose right now. I feel like I forgot we were recording. No, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. That's how it should be. Okay, good. Okay. Alright, next is Jared. I like forgot about Jared. No one cares about yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I mean Jared's super fans, I'm so sorry. Um he's at least six two six foot. No one knows. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. no one's took taking his height. Yeah. <laughs> he imprinted on Kim and I wrote who, but then I remembered that Kim is the girl who had a big crush on him mm-hmm. and he like didn't care about her and then yeah. he imprinted on her. His great great grandfather was the first Jacob Black. Okay, interesting. Um, Oh, this is hilarious, too. It says, he and Sam became very tight after Jared joined the pack. Yeah. (laughs) Who wrote this? I know. I thought that was funny, too. Very tight. Very tight. Yeah, they really don't tell us much about Jared. Man, I wish I I could have written this guide. I I know, me too. Me too. Like, seriously. It would have been Jared. Oh, when he was young, he was into comic books, and he got into... Video games, he started going hiking, and then, yeah. like, I don't know, just, like, come up with, I mean, I literally just came up with that on the spot, but, like, yeah. just come up with his life, yeah. you know? Personify him a little bit, like, you don't have to tell us anything that's gonna, like, spoil something that you maybe will or will not write later, but give us a little bit more detail yeah. so we can feel attached to the guy. What kind of music does he like? Yeah, just anything like you're supposed to as a writer you're supposed to know that stuff already before you write a character (laughs) like you're supposed to have the full-on iceberg already written down and you might show us the tip of the iceberg or Mm -hmm. even less than that but you as the writer should know everything yeah and you and if you don't know everything don't you can't introduce the character because then what is the point of them so stephanie has to know more than she's told (laughs) us which again Mm, i don't think mm, stephanie mm. wrote this Mm. Yeah, just things like, is he messy? Is he neat? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've said this a million times. I'm really into Myers-Briggs personality types, but someone like Jared, I couldn't You type. could not Like, type. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I can't even picture Whatever him Whatever right the most now. bland type there is. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say because I don't want to insult anybody, but, like, yeah, we don't know anything about mm-hmm. him. Next is Paul. Paul. Paul's got a little bit more fire and spunk, Yeah, we like I, Paul. And we like Alex Mraz. Yeah, who we've met. <laughs> who paints. He's actually really deep. Yeah, he paints. You're like, oh, he definitely paints houses. <laughs> yeah, so guys, we went to, we've said this before, but when we went to the festival, Twilight Festival, he was there, and he said that he was living in Arizona and just painting a lot. For mm-hmm. some reason, we... I don't know. We just didn't think of we him. We typecasted him. Yeah, we didn't totally. think he was like an artsy guy. And we're like, do you think he meant painting he masterpieces like yeah. or painting houses? And like, I think he means painting houses. But no, it was painting it was, paintings. Yeah, he's a beautiful artist. Yeah. He's so um, 
nice. Yeah. <laughs> we barely talked to him. <laughs> He's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> but like we were well, like, he seemed nice. He seemed nice. We were really trying to avoid him because we were so nervous. Yeah. But he like uh, spoke to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really. Very briefly. <laughs> very briefly. No, but we love Paul. Like we, you know, our favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. Easy, Paul. Easy, you know. Paul. So yeah. What did she say? What did you say? Paul stands out as a character mm. for sure. Once again, at least six foot. Like, what's up with this? So he was born in Tacoma and lived there until he was eight. When his parents split up, his father took him back to La Push. I wondered where his mom is. Hmm, that's sad. Or Paul spent the rest of his childhood. I don't know. That's odd. Hmm. He's Alpha Third under Sam. Mm. He has a temper. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he, I didn't realize this, he had his own social circle. Of, um, and he wasn't really friends with any of the guys in the pack until he transformed. Yeah, I and think so, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But then, like, rumors started circulating because they're like, why is he suddenly hanging around with these guys? That's yeah. what made people think it was a gang. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too. It says, like, after Emily was injured by Sam, Paul began to take his temper problems mm. more seriously. And improved somewhat, though he still found control more difficult than mm-hmm. did any of the others. Kind of like Jasper, in that way. Mm-hmm. Can't control himself. And Paul imprinted on Rachel, Jacob's sister, and um, I guess, as Kelly said, they're going to... He's going to stop phasing and then travel with her after. I liked these details a lot about mm-hmm. her. I really like... I mean, we don't know anything about Jacob's sisters, but, like, how the guide tells us something. Like, mm. said she had just graduated from college with a degree in computer engineering mm. and had been offered a job she could do from home. She'd planned to look, yeah, for an apartment in Seattle or Portland, but, but decided to stay in the push for a while to see how things worked out with Paul. I hope they get a little, like, place to themselves. I know. And then... I hope she's not living in that little house with <laughs> Jacob and Billy. Maybe... Wanted to give up phasing so he could travel with Rachel. It's funny because I feel like Paul is probably the most annoying. I know. And I, I get the vibe that Jacob doesn't really like him. And it's Wait a hilarious minute. Hilarious that he imprinted on his sister. But so Paul was born in 1990, so he's the same age as Jacob. So in Breaking Dawn, we had to assume he's 16. She just graduated from college. She's probably 22. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? I know. Why is she sticking around for a 16-year-old? Also, why isn't Paul older? I know. He, he should older. be. Yeah. Isn't Sam like 20 or something? I th- uh, Let's see. Sam was born, I think, 1986. Yeah, so he'd be 20. What the hell? I know. Paul should be older. <sighs> That's weird that Rachel's sticking around the push for a 16 or 17-year-old. That's what makes it seem like imprinting is both ways but like i know it's not said yeah why would she you know yeah this guy with a temper who she barely (laughs) knows this guy with a temper (laughs) i don't know well it gets even younger next is brady fuller we don't know anything about this guy Mm -hmm. yeah 1993 wow it's getting like close to our age now i know um there's really nothing about Brady except that he was 13. Oh, it's when a baby. He transformed. So young. He's related to the Clearwaters and the Ateras through his grandmother. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him, Brady. 
<laughs> and then next is Colin. Colin. Little C. I like that last name. I know. Also born 1993. Um, I like how, though, it says, thinks Leah is the most beautiful woman in the yeah, world. Yeah, this is just a random tidbit. Colin is very loyal to Sam and thinks Leah is the most beautiful woman in the world. I said, what does that mean? Like, is, is Stephanie planning to do something with that later on? I know, like, once he gets older. Leah and Colin get together. It's even younger than oh. know. We were already like, oh, man, she's too old for Jacob. Yeah. Here's a 13-year-old. Yeah, I don't get that. I just, it's just a crush. It must be, but it must be awkward that Leah can read his mind. She but i think that's like a very expected thing you know mm-hmm. like here's a young guy in the pack and the one girl it makes sense one of them exactly would have a crush on her yeah so. it's kind of nice it's cute okay next is the tribe the tribe so these are not members of the pack but here's billy black born late 1950s <laughs> No year. No year. Wait, this is so funny to me. So it says, it talks about one of his earliest memories. And for some reason, okay, I was expecting it to be like a really sweet memory. I don't know why. It's just one of his earliest memories (laughs) is being held in his father's arms. While he watched his wrinkled, stooped grandfather explode into a giant russet colored wolf. Along with his two best friends. I was like... I don't know, like, the fact that he was being held in his father's arms, I expected it to be, like, the most, like, sweet, gentle memory, and then all of a sudden... Well, he watched his wrinkled, stooped grandfather. Explode! I was like, whoa, I don't know why I was not expecting that. It's funny. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I didn't really realize I know. that Billy was so aware of the wolves, you know what I mean? I know. I feel like just from the movies... I mean, we've read the books many times. Like, when you watch movies, it, it seems like he knows about the wolves, but he hasn't, like, lived it. But mm-hmm. he actually has, kind of. Yeah, you know? but, at the, like, if he's being held by his father, he must have been so young. True. And especially if his, like, grandfather was wrinkled. True, true. Mm. Which, why would the wrinkled, like, descendant be the one who's transforming at this time? The older <laughs> one. You'd think his dad would be the werewolf. Yeah. Wait a sec. How did his grandpa age? Yeah, that's it. I don't get that. And then be phasing. I don't get that. We can't get too into yeah. it because it doesn't make sense. He's formerly a commercial fisherman. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I like that. We're like descended from fishermen. We are. We are uh, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. All of our family were fishermen, and some people actually did die from capsized boats as well, like uh, Quill the Third. Mm-hmm. That's like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, our ancestors. Our ancestors. I really think it's sweet. I wish this was in the real book series, not the books, that Billy, like, dreamed of being a wolf. It says, like, he dreamed mm. of being a powerful wolf, a savior to his tribe. Around the time he turned 20, he realized that would probably never have the chance to be a superhero. <laughs> and for many years, that was a hard thing for him to accept. Like, I don't know, it's interesting that he, like, yeah. longed to be a wolf and never turned, and he kind of accepted it, and then his son does. Yeah. I don't know. He does seem really preoccupied, as he should be, with the, with the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it says, like, he became a man with a family. That's why it really tripped me up. Like, how could he cheat on his wife? I know. 
And learn to treasure the peace of his small town but and safety. It doesn't seem like he's a family man if his two daughters did move away. I mean, may, that could, might be me, like, not understanding their grief and mm-hmm. why they would do that. But it seems like he didn't make as much of an effort for them to say. But it does say that that is why he bonded so much with Charlie is because they're both yeah. dads of girls who they don't really, who are such a mystery to them. True, yeah. Hmm. I, I, like, hate Billy in the books and movies, but for some reason, the guide, I was, like, feeling for him. I don't know. I don't get why we don't get more pictures of the other characters. Yeah, good point. We don't have pictures of them. This is called the illustrated guide. Why don't, why aren't there illustrations of these characters? It's just a picture of a harbor. Yeah. For <laughs> Billy. <laughs> he's yeah. just, like, he, you know, he's just an atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think about that but like we got an illustration for each of the Collins. why don't we get them for at least some of the most important members of the pack i know we just get one for jacob here's one clue that hints that he could have cheated on his wife oh is it says <laughs> it says billy was always a social person mm. he had many friends I don't know. That just sounds to me like he socializes a lot. What does that mean? Goes to the bar? Yeah, that's vague. Harry Clearwater and Quilatera, the fourth were his closest friends, almost brothers. Blah, 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 blah. When Quill's small bloat. Bloat. When Quill's small. When Quill's small boat was destroyed in a storm, killing Quill, it was hard for both Harry and Billy. Yeah, I mean, that's very small detail. I was just like, hmm, he's a really social guy. Yeah. I could see him, like, meeting some woman. Yeah. While he's out socializing. I could see. And, okay, so he has two twin daughters. Maybe the stress of having twins at home. Maybe there was a lot of tension at home at the time. So he yeah. went out to the bar and he just couldn't take it. And <laughs> he also has the stress of these memories of the wolf thing in his mind and yeah. he just needs to get away and so he has a one night stand <laughs> maybe mm, we'll never know we won't know or maybe we will but we probably won't yeah friends with charlie's one i do wonder so it talks about how there was a rift in his relationship with charlie because of uh the collins and because you know charlie yeah. really respected carlisle what was Billy telling Charlie about Carlisle? Like, because he can't break the treaty and, like, say these people are vampires. But, like... I know. What, like, what did he say? I wish they said. Maybe... Yeah. If I had to guess, like, if this was real life or something, maybe just, like, oh, these flashy, like, city people yeah. coming here. Like, There's stuff don't... you don't know about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't know what our community's like. Or They've like, killed someone before. <laughs> I don't know. Has he had plastic surgery? I think so. <laughs> we don't want that around here. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> Charlie, he's had plastic surgery. <laughs> we filled it in. Yeah. Okay, then it goes into Quilatera the third. He's the one who tragically died because his boat capsized. He was a fisherman as well. He was he married Molly Swan. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, he's the one who. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I lied. Quill the third is old Quill. He's Quill's grandfather. Mm. So he married Molly Swan, very distantly related to Charlie Swan, now deceased. Yeah. 
They had one son, Quill Atera the fourth, who died in his twenties. Okay. 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 Old Quill now lives with his daughter-in-law Joy Atera and his grandson Quill Atera the fifth. Quill is the Quill that we know. I think it's funny. It says. Old Quill is a frail man with a deeply wrinkled face mm. and a thin tenor of a voice. Mm. Okay. Okay, this part I didn't understand. What? Old Quill married Molly Swan, mm. making him Billy Black's uncle. How does that make him Billy Black's uncle? Marrying Molly Swan. <laughs> I don't get that. I just suck myself in the head. I don't know. Wait. I don't understand. Okay, Let's just wait assume everyone's related, and that's how. Let me go back to the family tree, maybe? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so Molly Swan is... Uh, no, I don't... Okay. I think that he would be Billy's uncle no matter what, actually. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know what that make how him. That might be a mistake in the book. Maybe. Next is Sue Yuli Clearwater. Wait, she's a Yuli. I never realized that. Everyone's related. Everyone's related in this Sue, small town. Yeah, she is a registered nurse. That's cool. And an elder on the tribal council. I didn't think she was an elder. Because she's just an adult. Yeah, well, she's only born in the mid-60s. So mm. Technically, even now, she's not really considered an elder. She's dating Charlie Swan. It's official. It's in the official guide. It's official. It's official. It's, it's, official. it's official. They're dating. I don't really have much else to say about Sue that hasn't been said. No, there's nothing to say. Um, Emily Young. There's so much said about her but it's all been said kind of before in leah's backstory yeah it's like this yeah in leah's and in sam's it's really redundant like we know what happened there's a couple details that are added. Mm. i thought it was interesting that before all this emily had another boyfriend i guess mm. and okay it says leah did not approve of emily's serious boyfriend as much and leah was right emily got tired of his self-absorbed behavior and broke up with him mm -hmm. things like romantic interference did not come between them after emily dumped the narcissistic boyfriend she dated a few boys casually most of her time was taken up with learning traditional native arts and languages something she's very passionate about she and leah kept in constant contact mm. that's random but interesting detail I thought one thing, okay, so one, okay, the thing that made Sam, like, get mad in phase and accidentally strike Emily mm -hmm. is that Emily compared Sam to his dad, who was a deadbeat, and left because, yeah. like, Sam left Leah, yeah. and Emily was pleased to see how much that hurt Sam at first. And she, but she only had a fraction of a second to joy, enjoy her pettiness before she was mauled. I think that's kind of interesting as well. To me, that shows that it's not really that pure of a love if she was pleased to that's see weird. how much it had hurt him. <laughs> yeah, it's a little twisted. Yeah. Why would that please her? Yeah, because that, I mean, a father leaving a son or... I mean, father leaving anyone that's a really deep wound and i think that's not something that you say lightly so yeah. i think that's kind of sick that she was happy about that yeah that's weird 
When I'm fighting with someone that I really love and I say something like really cruel, it doesn't feel good. No, I always regret it like the <laughs> instant like, oh, I say shoot. it. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's someone you don't really respect, you do feel a little petty or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that I really, I never really get into anything like that. It's more like me reading fights on the internet or something, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like sometimes you even just, then I feel bad when I say something yeah. like, that's a low blow. But when you enjoy a cut like that, it's because you don't really respect that person, you know? Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. Mm. We've also said it before that like, I think you said it, that what we don't really like about the imprinting thing is like the thing that makes Emily decide she wants to be with Sam is her getting injured. Mm. It's once she's like in the hospital and such, she's like, yeah. I miss him. Yeah. Mm. Also, I was thinking back to like the whole hoop imprints on Claire Quill. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> I think it's Amber cool. Quill. Well, yeah, I know. Wait, why am I getting them confused? I think it's Quill though. Um, no, Quill has the Kim. I think it's Amber. No, it's Jared. Oh my God. Jared's a Kim. Guys, don't hate me. They don't hate you. Yeah, no, you're right. Quill. Quill. Okay, yeah. yeah I second guess myself. You know, it says that, like, Quill loved her so much that he couldn't physically or mentally hurt her, but he could accidentally physically hurt her. Like, I, I think that, like, the parents should know the threat that mm-hmm. hanging around with a werewolf mm-hmm. could be. Um, excuse me. Uh, just so you know, this guy is a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with your two-year-old. I would not be okay That's with all. That. <laughs> okay, then it says other tribe members. Kulter. Mm-hmm. The fourth. So he's the one that um, possible that he's Embry Call's biological father. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know anything about him though, other than like yeah, he was a fisherman, and died. So yeah, no reason to know why he would be the father mm-hmm. or not. But I guess he's the least suspicious. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that could be it. Sarah Black. Oh, apparently she. This is this is mm-hmm. Gigo's mom, by the way. Was a full time mother and part time artist, working mostly with watercolors. Mm. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Died in a car accident when her daughters were thirteen. Her son was nine. Mm. Rachel Black. I didn't realize that Rachel and Rebecca were twins. Actually, me neither. Are they fraternal or identical? We don't I don't think know. it says there's no pictures of them. <laughs> I know. I'd imagine they're fraternal just because they both have like taken different paths in life. Yeah, and they not don't that seem. I mean, who knows? Maybe they talk all the time. But yeah, it seems like they do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rebecca is also an artist, apparently, but prefers oils. Oils, yeah. And, okay, this is crazy. Such she, a small detail. I know. She doesn't know the existence of wolves. Everyone else in her family does. I know. Except for her. That's one reason why I feel like they have to be fraternal, too. I mean, fraternal twins are also really close. I'm a fraternal twin. But, um, like, if you're an identical twin, like, I feel like how could you keep that a secret? I think that the 
rule that they can't tell anyone goes too far. Yeah. I think their family should know. Especially since, like, they've accidentally broken this rule. I mean, Jacob literally told Charlie. Charlie doesn't need to know. There's, he told Bella and he told Charlie. Yeah. There's no consequence. Yeah. At all. Wait, like, why should Charlie know and not your own sister? Mm, (laughs) I know. (sighs) Then Harry Clearwater, there's really nothing to say about him. But we know he makes fish fry. Mm-hmm. Kim, nothing to say about her, yeah. except she had a crush on Jared. Joshua, he's Sam's father. He disappeared when Sam was very young, leaving abruptly when he realized he couldn't cope with the responsibility of having a family. It's also possible he is Embry Colt's biological father. Mm. Yeah, what if he, like, banged, what's her name, Tiffany? Mm-hmm. And then felt so guilty that he left town. That has to be it. I think that is... That must be I think it. we've uncovered it. Like, he <laughs> left when Sam was young. Okay, Sam is four years older than Embry. He left when Sam was four, after yeah. he got this other woman pregnant. Yeah. And she she wanted to tell everybody, so he left. Yeah. Yeah. Must be. Oh, okay, so this is interesting. This is the last one. Claire Young. Mm-hmm. Interesting, that's her last name. <laughs> yeah. She's young. Is yeah, the, wait, that's <laughs> literal. Is the young cousin of Emily Young. When Claire was two, Quilterra V imprinted on her. Claire considers Quill a big brother. I wonder if that will stay. I know. I just think it's like if they do end up romantic, I think that's disgusting if she did consider him a brother for like all those years. <laughs> like a brother to me. Uh-huh. Some Woody Allen <laughs> shit. I don't like it. Oh man. Yeah, I guess that does happen in real life. Yep, but I feel like there's a lot of like grooming and stuff involved that is yeah. not ethical, so I didn't say it was ethical. So oh I, yeah. I said it yeah. happens in real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well that's wolf pack. That's, that's cool it's a wolf characters. thing. Yeah. It's a wolf thing. That's all we can say. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys like this episode? So give us... Don't ask them. Five stars on... I was going to say Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool if you're on Rotten Tomatoes. I know. It would be scary. On Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really self-absorbed. That's like the... It doesn't. Last thing I say. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just love you. Like, everyone that messages us, everyone listens. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and we see it all. And even if we're really slow to respond, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, or if we don't, we still love you. And I'm yeah. going to cut that up. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sometimes I do want to say, sometimes it is really hard to see and respond to every single message. And we try our best, but um, we're going to try to get to all of them (laughs) eventually, even if it takes us like two months because we really care about you guys and we love you so much. And we are so grateful. We can't believe anybody even listens. Yeah. I mean, as you know, two girls that we just make this on our own, you know, we literally have no help whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy Mm -hmm. that you guys listen and it means the world to us. Who are your, like, top three favorite wolves or, like... Me? Yeah. yeah. Mm, pro- 
probably Seth's up there. Probably Leah. Paul. Yeah, I would say I would say the exact same three actually. <laughs> yeah, I like them. And I say I kind of like em and uh yeah Embry. Yeah, I like Embry I like, too. like Embry. Yeah. I do like Quill in New Moon when he's like, I'm Quillatera. I'm Quillatera. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, so what does she care? I, I like that line. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. It's like seductive. Yeah. I always thought that, like, I don't know. I took me a while to know that that was, like, his last name. I thought that, like, he I said, like, Quillatera because it was, like, his zodiac sign or something. <laughs> when I, that's what I thought when I was younger. We'll never know his sign because... His birthday's not in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like the wolves as a concept. And I do feel like after this episode, I f- feel like I appreciate them more. Me too. You know? I feel closer. I'm attached to them. I feel much closer. I wouldn't mind more of them in, if there was a spinoff. Like, I've said... Something centered around them? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And it doesn't even have to be... I mean, we've said, it's just our opinion. Like, our mm-hmm. opinion doesn't per se matter. But I don't really want mm-hmm. Jacob and Renesmee. But, like, more of the wolves in general, Me I think, too. would be cool. I And I hope Stephanie, like, reconsiders, like, how she originally intended imprinting to be. But And I've said this a million times. I really <laughs> hope if we do get a spinoff, we see that it is possible for them to have romances outside of their imprinting relationships. Yeah. I wonder what that would be like. Mm-hmm. And we also see a wolf getting stabbed in the heart in their <laughs> human form. Yeah. We see the DNA testing done by Carlisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see, what is the other thing we wanted? A marriage be ruined. A marriage be ruined. <laughs> and uh, someone phase and then actually kill someone. kills someone. <laughs> yeah, a lot of darkness, but. Well, this is the adult. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sequel. Yeah. We've all been waiting for. <laughs> what would it be called? It's like a dark. What's a time of day or yeah. like time of year? Some kind of celestial thing. Leap day. <laughs> um. Yeah, what's like a dark celestial thing? Obviously, new moon is dark. Maybe like solstice or something. Solstice, yeah. Uh, waxing um. gibbous. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um. Full moon. Full moon. Full moon, yeah. <laughs> Half moon. Yeah. Blue moon? Blue moon. Oh, it's like the beer though. Yeah. I know. Um, Harvest moon. Harvest That's moon. That's like the Neil Young song. Did you know there's actually a name for every moon of the year? No. I didn't it know is. that. Like every day? No, like every full moon has a name apparently. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't realize that. Like Harvest Moon, I think, is October or November or something. Oh, wow. Whenever the harvest is. Oh, so is, yeah. is, isn't there one like Canon Moon or Canyon Moon? Maybe. I think that's another song as well. That'd be cool. Oh, I think, is that a, is that a Harry Styles song? I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. Harry Styles. This is not a boring. I'm gonna look up the moons. Yeah, Harry Styles has a song called Candy Moon. Oh my god, I seem like a fake fan right now. Of what, Harry Styles? Harry Styles. But no, I never claimed to be a big fan, actually. Yeah, you claimed to be a Twilight fan. No, yeah, nobody listening that? thought you were a Harry Styles fan. It's fine. 
Wait, I feel like this alcohol is actually really strong. <laughs> I told you it was 9%. 9%. Oh my god, guys. I'm going to finish it. Okay, wait. Names of the moons. Names of full moons throughout the year. On this harvest moon. Okay, January. Oh, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. January is called the Wolf Moon. Oh my God! Isn't that, that crazy? That is perfect. The Wolf Moon. After the howling of hungry wolves lamenting the scarcity of food in mid midwinter. Okay, February is Snow Moon. Oh, I like that as well. Don't you feel like the word moon is just so pleasant? It I don't is know. moon. Put any word with moon, and you just love it. Okay, this one's a little gross, though. March is worm moon. Yeah, I don't love that one. Yeah, it's a little creepy. April is pink moon. I love that. Wow, yeah. I love that. May, flower moon. This should become more of a thing. I know. June, strawberry moon. <gasps> I love oh, that. That's so cute. This says, in North America, the harvesting of strawberries in June gives the that month's full moon its name. Europeans have dubbed it the rose moon. Oh, well, Ooh. other cultures have named it the hot moon beginning of summer heat july buck moon mm. yeah. other, like that reminds me of like when you moon someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> other names include hay moon mm. uh august sturgeon moon okay i don't know what that means also called corn moon green green corn moon green moon and red moon red september moon. full corn moon um, October Hunter's Moon. Mm. November Beaver Moon. Another name is Frost Moon. Which one's Harvest Moon? Sounds like Strawberry Moon would be Harvest Moon. No, but it's supposed to be in fall, I think. Oh. Oh, 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 it's September. It mm. says, um, often nearest full moon to the autumnal equinox, earning the title of Harvest Moon. I think that it depends, though... Like when... Where, yeah. Okay. Also called a barley moon. And then December is cold moon. Cold moon. Wow. That would be a good one. I, th I, I think wolf moon would be a little too on the nose. I know. You know? But I think there's some good... I like snow moon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There's so many good ones. Yeah. But you can't just pick it because it sounds good I at the know. same time, you know? You could, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's already a new moon, though. I know. You, it's too that's true. That's true. But I think it would be a cool... I think you can have one other moon book in the series. Yeah. There's probably some other thing, too. Yeah. I just can't think of it, but I'm sure there's something. Wait, so there's an eclipse, and then what... It, okay, there's lunar and solar eclipse. I don't know. Sunrise? That's lame. Mm. Dusk? Lame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> midnight? Oh, Midnight Sun. <laughs> midnight, Moonlight, Midnight. Is there anything about Star? That's, that sounds kind of cheesy. I know. Starlight? No. Shooting Star. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Meteor no. Shower. No. No. Um, what would I Google to find? Celestial, like, turns? Yeah. Celest 
did pick some great names for these books. She did. Stephanie, great job. I doubt you're listening. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking up astronomical events. Oh, good idea. Supernova. Oh, that could be something. That could be something. Supernova. Comet? I don't know. <laughs> Deep black sky. Hole. Deep... <laughs> no. Yeah, black hole. Gamma Someone ray. Black hole. Gamma ray burst. Gamma ray burst. <laughs> what if she came out with a book called Supermassive? Yes, yeah, Supermassive Light. <laughs> she loves news. Tidal disruption event. No. <laughs> Gravitational micro lensing. <laughs> I found one cloud core. No. Coma. Oh, something about a comet. Mm, constellation. Milky Way? Maybe she did everything that can be done, and that's why there's no sequel. I know, they cannot She's think like, of a title. I can't think of another one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, because it Dark has to have a meaning as well. Yeah. Like, well, what is... Okay. It could be... I mean, it sounds simple, but something about, like, warning. What, golden hour, maybe? Oh, that's beautiful. That could be a thing. Yeah, nightfall. That Maybe. could be a thing. Sundown. Where are you getting these from? <laughs> from Wikipedia. I just <laughs> googled like Twilight the word, and then it's telling me um. Neutron some... star collision. Yes. Oh yeah. Neutron. I see. They must have. You must have googled the same. <laughs> Like search yeah. engine terms to find this out. A love <laughs> yeah. will be forever. That's a celestial term that we can use. Yeah, <laughs> those were good though. Yeah, I really like sundown. I like that too. Or golden hour. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, like golden. You hour. have to find a way to make it like work. <laughs> what if it was like? You need an adjective, but something noon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Sunset. That would be lame. It could be something sunrise, I think. Mm. I mean, the dawn is kind of already done, but... The dawn is breaking. <laughs> A light is shining <sighs> through. Like an idiot discussing this because I keep starting to say things I've already been like something midnight. I know, me oh. too. <laughs> I've literally said that. Something moon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> something light. Oh. Well, guys, um, let us know what you think would be a good title yeah. for another Twilight book. I bet we're missing something major. No. Well. Almost at two hours. Wow. Should we call it? I guess so. We love you guys. Yeah, love you guys. We got a plane to catch. But we got a plane to catch. And we will see you next time. Yes. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.
can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.